The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. The Showdown Podcast with Corey and Vic. A debate on what movie is better, Corey's choice versus Vic's choice. They each plead their case and try to destroy the others. It's a combat of subjective opinion. I'm Brad Scott, your impartial judge, and as always, my say is final. Welcome to episode 35 of the Showdown Podcast, the Joe Lavelle Memorial Invitational Classic featuring Joe Lavelle. Today's fighters, the challenger, Corey Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go Miller, and his film, King of New York. His opponent, the reigning Showdown Podcast champion, Vic... Miller and his film Pulp Fiction. Let us prepare to podcast. Did you get it that time? I got it that time. You got it that time. All right. Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. We uh, this is episode thirty-five. It is uh, our second episode with Joe Lavelle. Welcome to your Memorial Invitational Classic. Well, thank you for having me back. Uh huh. Um, he's not dead. Um, he dropped the ball on uh, that joke. <laughs> Did we tell him? A memorial invitational classic assumes that you're dead, Joe. Remembering me from the last time I was from the here. last episode because yeah. your career probably is going to die yeah. once what? people hear you on this show. <laughs> That's what happens to a lot when, of other when people. I think back, then I was a different person. Now I'm the new guy. Brent Terhune had a number one album on iTunes before he was on our show. Unbelievable. <laughs> He's not number one anymore. Yes. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the fact that the album's been out for a few months now. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so welcome, and as you heard, that British guy that we paid big money to get in here um, said, it's uh, Pulp Fiction versus King of New York. Um, thank you to anybody that joined us on Periscope. Uh, how many were we up to, Corey? We got up to three. Hey! Adriana and Alex Feud. Ooh, Alex Feud. Nice. Sounds like we might have a beef with him later. <laughs> or Anyways, today... Uh, Vic, you are the reigning champion. That I am, sir. So the ball is in your course, sir. What are you going to do? I believe I'm going to defer to Corey and good, make good, him good. go first. Let me get some uh, horrible joke sounds ready to go. You know, before I start... Thank you. That's a little premature there, but uh, before I start, I'm just looking at IMDb, and then the rating spot for King of New York, it says it's rated X. What? Yeah. How is that even so? You're looking at the wrong kings of New York. This is a goddamn family show. It's it's not Dick Kings of New York. (laughs) So anyhow, uh, King of New York. He's more looking at IMD Pornhub. Uh, This is a family show, Corey. Okay. Uh, Where we say cunt. Which uh, you missed out on last episode. Last few, I think, we've been cuntless. I think it's been cuntless the last few episodes. Yeah, it's weird. Where did you see it was rated X? I want to kind of... look underneath where it says King of New York on the page at the very top. Uh, Oh, that is. That is an X. I actually thought it was... I just thought you could get rid of that little box. <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, I can get rid of this movie. You know what? I'm, yeah, okay. I want. I still double-checked. Okay. So Christopher Walken is recently released from jail. He's a former drug lord uh, of New York. 
Um, and he's getting out of jail. And as he is coming back in, reacclimating himself with the city, he's realizing a lot of things have changed since since he's been gone. And uh, that's been because other people, other uh, crime bosses have come in and taken over his spots. Some of, what, some of which uh, do not like him very much, including one uh, who, it's like, tries to tell him off and say, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're nothing, which Christopher then turn, turns around and, and kills him right there and says, anybody else got anything to say? <laughs> so uh, you can tell right from the beginning that, that Christopher Walken takes no shit in this movie. And it starts off with uh, him reacclimating with uh, one of his former... I like that, though, about Christopher Walken in, that movie, in this movie. Yeah. That's how you should be. I wish they'd do that at comedy clubs. What, where, where Chris Rock comes in and is like, I'm a badass. No. I don't like it. I'm, you shoot him? <laughs> when you're a club, the first thing I would do if I opened a comedy club, my very first show, right? The first person that heckles or talks or disrupts the show... I will bring them on stage and I will shoot them in the fucking head. <laughs> Execution style. Because here's the thing. You're... Kill one, you're, the rest will learn. That's the thing. That's, you'll be the comedy club where people go, oh man, you, I don't know if I'd go to Brad Scott's that's... comedy club because uh, you heckle. Dude, they will murder you that's on stage. Not, that's not part of the ambiance of the whole ritual, the whole... Uh... What, heckling and people yeah. talking? No, we're not... People do that a lot. They confuse comedy with bands. We're not meant to kind of be, you know, background noise for, like for entertainment. You know, or it's meant to be. You have to listen yeah, to get a get drunk, and they're like, I don't get it. And yeah, but if you're trying to be part of the show, if you can't, if you can't, if you can't go, it's a ninety-minute show. If you can't stay sober enough to be a, a normal, decent human being for ninety minutes, you don't deserve to go out anywhere. Because like if you. Well, you're there for it to. Yeah, and I know what makes good. the best comedy shows. It's going to be if everybody is engaging. It's fine every now and then. Like we had this last night where you had a couple people that would just yell something, yay, or something like that. That's fine as long as it's quick and you, you know, and especially if the comic addresses don't yell anything out. But people that want to be a part of the show because they've had them too drunk or they think they're funny themselves, it just takes away from everybody else's experience. Yeah, you're you're really drunk, and you, to you, that's having a good time. But the guy that spent twenty five dollars next to you had every intention of listening to me, not you. Right. And you have that lot of bachelorette parties. It's our night. Well, we yeah, have yeah, penises yeah. on yeah. our heads. Choose who walks in the door. Yeah. That's what sucks. But like last night, we had uh, several bachelorette parties between both shows. All well behaved. All great. Because they weren't drunk yet. Well, there was one that was a little <laughs> bit of an issue. <laughs> no, no, one of them was yet. Oh, you're talking about Gangs of New York? No, no, King of oh, New York. Oh, I'm that's sorry. Exactly, I just liked it with a good movie. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly how uh, entertaining this movie was. Yes. Did you pick this one? Yes, I did. He picked it. Yes. Despite all of its downfalls. All of its downfalls. There is no downfalls in this. Okay, so so anyhow. <laughs> except, for, except for how much money it made. It, it, that doesn't matter. Two million dollars. So what? <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow. Uh, Three thousand if you're generous because of Hong Kong. Christopher Walken, uh, uh, he, he plays Frank White. He meets back up with Lawrence Fishburne, who he had a connection with before he went into jail. And their, just their meeting was hilarious. Obligatory black man. Well, maybe. Um, 
So, so anyhow, you even get a little da- a little dance for Christopher Walken, which which is always nice whenever Christopher uh, can dance. Was it as good as the Fat Boy Slim video? Not mm. as good, but nothing's going to beat that. That is that's pretty great. <laughs> I, you know, I really kind of confused the with this. That's how much I re- I don't I I really thought I watched this movie, and I don't think I did. Like all the way through. Yeah. I know. I know. I watched it. Yeah. You said two thousand dollars. No, two no, million. two million. You two said million. two thousand. So what happened? Sure I said so you like? So anyhow, yes, I love this movie. Um, he love this movie. he ends up trying to get his game back together, and I said game J A M E, and take over, have uh, control of all his land and all and all his uh, drug kingpin. They call it territory. Yeah, that whatever. I'm not in the drug business. I don't know anything about that. Um, so anyhow. So what, because I'm black, I am, and I do? What? Well, if that's what you mean. Right, right. I never said that. That's, uh, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> Vic seems very connected to crime. Yes, so anyhow, he... Uh, time I spent in jail. You do have a gun on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and his dick. <laughs> the I thought that time. was the table. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So in the midst of trying... Meanwhile, back in the midst to, of, of trying to get uh, c- control back to him... He is being hounded by some cops, one played by David Caruso, the other played by Wesley Snipes, and they are they're harassing throughout the whole thing, and eventually uh, they both die. Uh, he, actually, he kills Wesley Snipes. And I think he kills them both, now that I think about it. When was the last time you watched this movie? <laughs> A couple days ago. I'm to... Continue. I'm, I'm just shocked about yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> So anyhow, it's intriguing. Yeah. Continue. So, okay. So uh, so anyhow, in, in the midst of that, he's being hounded by the cops who continuously tried to arrest him, and it doesn't end up it doesn't end up working out. In the end, though, he realizes that the city is too is too much for him to be able to take anymore because he's just basically out of his game and. Uh, and, and not being able to handle things like he did once before when he before he went into jail, and he's he's been shot. He's sitting in a, in a taxi, and finally decides that this is it. He can't run anymore, and he he gives it up, and uh, and, and, and dies there in the taxi cab. So, I tried to find this movie. <laughs> did you watch the movie? I, I didn't watch well, the movie. I watched clips. Watch I watched movie. clips of the movie. I watched the trailer for you the movie. You watched the whole movie. Corey, you watched yeah. the whole movie. Yes, I did. Like, I really, really remember trying to watch this movie. Because it's Christopher Walken. Can you do Christopher Walken? Oh, uh, I mean, out <laughs> of principle, no. Out of greatness. Do it. Do it. Make Corey do it. So, uh... <laughs> Joe, I don't think you know how this show runs. <laughs> <laughs> we are co-officials, my friend. You can't do one? You so, can't do one? No, it's Black man doing Christopher Walken? I can't Jesus. do it. You okay, so, a movie. You so I'm, I'm I'm watching the clips of this movie and realize how badly like it's done. Like the most glorious thing that I saw of this movie were the Jerry curls. The black guys were sporting through the whole movie. Aww. They were just like slinging it everywhere. Well, see that but, <laughs> that, that was those weren't even wigs. That was their natural hair. Well, of course it was. Yeah. Black men don't wear wigs. What are you talking yeah. about? But what it, year did this come out? This was this came out 90, in 90. 90. And what 1990. Year was it supposed to be uh, 90, I think. No, it was eighties. I think it was like supposed to be in the like eighties era. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't it doesn't mention. really say. I mean, technically, it was probably filmed in eighty nine. Judging by what they were wearing, oh, it's the eighties. Like I, I, I watched the movie. Like there has to be this this movie. I, I, does this movie rank high for you? 
Uh, it's not. It's not in my top one hundred now. Okay. It's not. Okay. Well, on his letterbox. Just a yeah. Oh, my the letterbox. The D. What? What? Two hundred? <laughs> Why would you pick this movie? Because I like it. I really do like it. But not for a hundred. No. 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 It got a 71, 71% fresh rating. Like, this movie... Okay, let's go here. This, this, is, this is the information that, like, I was laughing my ass off when I read this. They premiered the movie, okay? The director's wife and half of the freaking audience walked out on the film during the premiere of the movie, okay? Now, not only is that... That's strike one. That's, that's just bad. Maybe it's just, you know, a rough night. I'll give you 3000 Night two comes up. And they do it again. Nobody walked out. Nobody finished the movie. Nobody walked out. But when they brought Lawrence Fishburne and they write her the movie on stage, they booed him off the stage. How long is this movie? Like hour and forty six minutes. It was. It's, it was. It hailed. feels like forever. I couldn't. I don't think I finished the movie. <laughs> I'll give you two thousand more points if you can do a Christopher Walken. <laughs> so. No, I can't do it. Jeez. <laughs> so, so I, I had this watch up my ass. No, you have to do a movie from a Christopher... The one that you're doing. Oh, uh, you want me to do it from this? Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me you find... You can't me. just do a Christopher walk. Hold on, let me find the quotes here. <laughs> that's why that X... That's why that X was on there. From now you're on. Like, do not watch. Well, gonna, hold on, hold on, hold on. From now on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. Your Christopher Walken sounds Walken. similar to your Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Which sounds like Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> you are Captain Walken. <laughs> so there I was. There it is. The place where you came from yesterday. <laughs> nice. crazy. So I got on the ship. I said, Wolf Drive. <laughs> so anyone listening, that's me. So nice, sir. Well done. Wait, did you just say that's me? Yeah. <laughs> he was talking at the same, like literally overlapping his words. Oh, Jesus! I love this Thanks kitchen. for stepping right on that joke, Brad. <laughs> now it's your the turn. Greatest kitchen ever. <laughs> he just tried to hit you with the step on the joke. Oh, <laughs> he didn't do it right, though. <laughs> I know. How does this movie end, Walmart? Because nobody has seen the end of it. Because nobody's laughing. In the in the end, he he ends up getting he he's shot while running from one, from one of the other cops and ends up inside a taxi cab where he eventually dies. Ta da. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I like I said, I haven't seen the whole. I didn't see the whole movie, but I was looking stuff up to see if I needed to be worried about this movie because sometimes he'll throw a curveball and have like horrible movie, but like won twenty five awards. I looked this thing up. This thing got the equivalent of like the participation awards <laughs> from the Mist Film Festival, which is the Italian film festival that that have, that Italy puts on. Um, this movie was actually funded by the richest man in Italy, so of course it won that nomination. Oh, <laughs> it's the only nomination I, it won. I do remember Christopher Walken's hair in this movie more than I actually remember. That's how I recognized the movie was this movie, and not, you know, like, Gangs of New York. Oh, such a great movie! It was nominated for Best Cinematography from Independent Spirit Awards in 91. Yeah, nominated, didn't win. Yeah. That's for dang sure. But it was nominated... So again, why do you like it? I just I, I don't know. I think it's the the in, the environment, the acting, the cheesiness. You just like Christopher Walken? Yeah, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Just pick a Christopher Walken movie and it's okay. 
Yeah, and there is, I mean, it's got a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's certified fresh! It is certified fresh. You can't discount that. In the beginning when it first came out, they may not have, it may not have been great, but they didn't get it. I think as time goes on, you, you I don't get it either. I don't. Why I don't like get. Watch it? I don't get why, why people should watch it. That's exactly my why. point. Tell me why. It's it's just you got like this movie. It's got, it's got a gritty uh, New York uh, drug feel to it. Christopher Walken. But is we've established amazing. you don't know anything about drugs. I'm the expert on that. That's true. Or New York. I mean, okay, let's, let's fucking be real. I'm the expert at drugs <laughs> at this stage. This is definitely true. I'm the only one who's hot. Johnny Walker over here. That's not drunk. true. That is not true. I have enough narcotics in my system to definitely qualify as high, my friend. Yeah, but yours are like oxys? No, like tranquilizers to a bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just alleviating your pain. It's not making you hot. Okay, so so I, I, I told it to somebody else that this movie it's got David Caruso, it's got Lawrence Fishburne, it's Wesley Snipes, Jean Carlo, Jean Carlo Esposito, who was in Breaking Bad, uh, Steve Buscemi, Teresa Randall. They're all in it, but their roles are so small. This movie is Christopher Walken's movie, and he does an excellent job of portraying Frank White. You know who. You know who else was there? Or, or Mike. But. Russell Gang's gonna be there. Russell Gang was there. Hustle. Hustle Gang. Hustle, we've been through this. You're white so white. Man. I'm so white. You're clear. So white. I'm so white, I'm clear. That's right. So, uh, Vic believes the ball. Uh, actually, should I say, uh, Vic. Miller. That's right. The defending champ. What do you got for us? Let's talk a little bit about my movie. It's uh, Pulp Fiction. It is iconically so much better than the crap we just heard about. So much so that uh, I almost feel bad. Um, <laughs> Bring it on. Well, we'll start off with uh, your 71% fresh rating. Let's go there. Um, compared to mine, which had a 93% fresh rating. That tomato just got fucking plucked off the vine. This movie was so good. Yeah, but let me say this, though. Everybody's seen Pulp Fiction. Everybody's heard of it. King of New York. You and, had, you and, and, everybody, and I had to look it up to find it. It's so bad. Everyone has seen Pulp Fiction. Everyone loves Pulp King, Fiction. It has, started, it has started more trends, memes, and, and, and iconic quotes than anything you could possibly come up with. King of New York is not a, as popular as Pulp Fiction. And oh, I'm sorry. So, Did I break your concentration? No, you didn't. King of New York just needs to be just needs to be seen. If if nobody's seeing it, nobody knows about it. Of course, it's not going to be as high as Pulp Fiction. You're not. Uh, you're not helping it though. Yeah. Your, your your point is supposed to be to 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 get us to no, want to go see this movie. I'm downplaying what so, you're saying, but I tr- we try to see it. We just can't finish it. It starts. When did you last see it? When did you try and see it? God, it was probably two years ago. See, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. And hasn't want to see it again. Well, I didn't make it through it. I just recognized. So, Pulp Fiction, gross box office, nine point three. Just trying to do the whole like it ages. Yeah, thing yeah, and yeah. You, yeah. You it's like a fine line. Yeah. And you went back to two years, and like, yeah, so you're like, <laughs> two years now, you're going to watch it in a whole new other life. It's from 1990. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Literally, my movie. I don't think two years makes it. <laughs> I don't think it adds nostalgia. 
God, I remember 2013 watching this. <laughs> what a time it was back then. Now I can see this in a whole new light. I'm stupefied. <laughs> Hold on, I think he's actually put me in a tizzy. There is a lot of other movies. All right, so <laughs> Pulp Fiction is about. <laughs> Drop the mic. Break it and go. Continue. Pulp Fiction is a movie about a group of people uh, that are all intertwined together through their um, uh, their um, connection of, with uh, Marcellus Wallace, who is a uh, 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 what is mob boss slash uh, kingpin. I go with kingpin more than a mob boss. They refer to him as a mob boss. So I think he's a, a crime kingpin. I think that's what I would call him. So uh, he's got his hitmen. He's got you know he's he's doing under 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 table deals going on with boxers and getting them to throw fights so he can bet high on them when they lose he get makes money all kind of stuff going on. Um, so the first thing we we first people we meet is Jules and Vince who are his hitmen um, and they are imparting knowledge about all kinds of stuff to all kinds of people. Um, once again, one of the things that uh, you learn is like, if you're going to go to Amsterdam, you find out that there's a lot of things you can learn, you know, just by going to Amsterdam. Like you can smoke pot out in the open. It's a great thing. He teaches you all about that. Find out that, uh, as my name portrays that a, uh, a quarter pounder with cheese is actually a Royale with cheese in France. So you, you learn something in my movie, unlike yours that we can't remember. So, uh, they are... <laughs> Apparently you didn't either, <laughs> or, or the reps, or anybody else. Since the movie only made two million dollars worldwide, compared to the nine million mine made on opening weekend, so the numbers don't lie. Uh, but the movie goes on. Uh, they they are retrieving a lost package that was stolen from Marcellus uh, by a bunch of low level idiots that uh, they track down to uh, to get the package back, and they. They uh, try to explain to them how dumb they are for, for taking on Marcellus when they know that he's a badass. And uh, they try to explain to them that, uh, that what they did was stupid. So they get the package back. They go and they take Marvin, who's one of the guys, um, back to, to take him back to Marcellus. And as they're driving him back, one of the funniest scenes is Vince turns around. He's talking to the idiot. He's got the gun in his hand, his finger on the trigger. Uh, they hit a bump and he blows Marvin's head off. And that starts all the craziness from there. Um, they go down to uh, their buddy's house to try to get the car cleaned out because they don't want to get busted. Um, that leads them up to, um, to, to, towards the end of the movie, they end up at a, at a diner um, in which they meet another set of idiots who decide they're going to rob the diner. Um, and in robbing the diner, they decide that they're going to take uh, two of the baddest hitmen in, in, in the city down with them and, uh, and take their, their, guys, their, their wallets and everything else. And uh, it's just, it's a funny movie. As much as it's a crime story, it's also, it's hilarious. And there's so many different bits and pieces that he intertwines into the movie to, um, to, to kind of give you this story. Um, and again, nonlinear, like we talked about before. It's not a straight through. This is plot point A to point B. This is like jumping back and forth to different points in the story. Um, there's a point where he, you get, you meet Butch, and Butch is a boxer who works for Marcellus. 
he tells Butch to uh, to lay down in the next fight, and Butch decides he's not going to do that. He's going to bet all of his money on himself, and he ends up winning the fight. Tries to haul ass and get out of town, but his stupid girlfriend forgot his family heirloom watch, so he had to go back for it. And in returning to their getaway, he actually hits Marsalis with his car, who's carrying donuts across the street, and they get into this epic fist fight um, that leads them into a uh, an old um, pawn shop in which they meet uh, Zed and his crony, who are both the, the biggest... I don't even know what you would call them. What the hell you would call Red these guys? They're rednecks, but they're like... They're rapists. <laughs> They're redneck male rapists who have a gimp. Wait, wait, wait. They rape males? Yeah. Okay. Men. They rape men. Okay. I don't know if they were like not, men not the who raped or men who raped men. They're men who rape men. Gotcha. And enjoy watching the gimp who is this leather clad guy in a box. Like this movie is so crazy. It's all over the place and it makes it. I'll tell you what's in the box. <laughs> bring out the gimp. That's what's in the box. So they bring the gimp out and uh, proceed to um, do some really nasty shit to Marsalis, who uh, by the end of it gets free. Bruce Willis breaks loose, who plays Butch, grabs a sword and starts slicing people up. Marsalis grabs a shotgun and uh, <laughs> blows the dude's dick off. Who, uh, as he's laying on the ground, he proclaims that he's going to get medieval on his ass and uh, and basically uh, destroy this guy for what they did to him. And uh, because of that, Butch is allowed to leave. He's just told never to return again and to never speak of what happened, which I would probably not want to be talking about either. Um, so uh, the next set of stories that intertwine with that is Vince is told by Marcellus to take his wife out for the evening. Vince is known for being a ladies' man and screwing everything he gets a hold of, so there were, uh, uh, Jules is worried he's going to screw that whole thing up. But she's also a notorious uh, drug addict, and uh, they, he's pretty sure she's going to get fucked up. So he tries to take her home early. He tries to get her and take her out, show her a good time. She ends up getting freaking hammered. She ends up overdosing, and they end up at one of his other friends' house. Um, and a syringe stuck in her chest, to make a long story short, in order to bring her back from an overdose. Um, which is a little scary in itself. And uh, that's that's pretty much the, the, the long and short of the story. But basically it's just an interconnected story of a bunch of fucked up shit in the day of a fucking, uh, of, of a bunch of, of criminals. I do want, I do want to say one thing. Uh, you make, you were making a big deal about how much each movie made. Well, Pulp Fiction was in, 1,338 theaters while King of New York was only in 115. So the, the money's going to be a bit off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't matter? It's the King of New York's only in 115, mo- in 115 theaters. That's like a thousand times less than yeah. what Pulp Fiction was in. So it's going to make a thousand times less. Which I find funny because we've had this conversation before and that was my argument and you've always stated, well, it doesn't matter how they opened, it matters how it was received. No, it was just, all, if, it, no. if it was only in 150... Nobody went to Pulp Fiction when it came out in theaters. Uh, they, it opened up at 9 million in a hundred... In yeah, in a hundred movie theaters. Hundred, Nobody hundred, went to them. Opening, opening weekend, it was in 1,338 theaters. And it jumped up to 1,494 uh, by the end. But that's its opening weekend. So you are you with 
Pulp Fiction. Fourteen ninety four. It was it. that was its opening weekend. Okay. No. Opening. Yes. Opening its opening weekend, weekend was nineteen thirty eight. No, according to well, what are you looking at? Uh, box office mojo. Okay, look at not look at just the first weekend. First weekend, okay. It's it's oh, it's box office was nine million. Yes. Okay. And thirteen thirty so, theaters. But but nine million dollars in its first weekend. Uh-huh. Your movie didn't do anywhere near that. Like it, no. it literally quadru- almost quadrupled what it made worldwide its entire run. Because, That's how bad the movie is. It's only in 115 theaters. It's like you can't compare that. Somebody stop the damn man! Hey, this is Rupert from Survivor, and you're listening to the Showdown Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> I forgot we had that one. It's commercial time! Alright, special guest Joe Lavelle. Where can the people find you at? Uh, you can check me out on Facebook at Lavelle Photography. You can email me at lavellephotography at gmail.com. And you can look at my YouTube page, which is Mojo7 spelled out 7. Corey! I am on Instagram. Just kidding, Vic! <laughs> yes! I am Black and Angry on Xbox One. That's B L A Q and Angry. You can find me at MillerKing51 on, on the internet. Corey! Uh, are, you, are you sure this time? All right. I'm on it. Just kidding. You can find me at bradscottcomedy.com. Links to all the social media uh, schedule and all that good stuff. See where I'm going to be at and come out to a show. Corey. I'm on Instagram. Just kidding. Showdown Podcast at the Showdown Pod on Twitter. Like us on Facebook, the Showdown Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, uh, of course, subscribe uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. Corey. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. The D at MK Ogonzo. Let's get back to the show. We're back! That was awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, that had to be the best one yet. <laughs> so, we are back. We have deliberated. We have made a decision. Joe, you're our guest. So, uh, what, what is your decision? Uh, I'm just about to go with Pulp Fiction. I do not understand your New York fetish. There is a... Gangs of New York, there's sidewalks of New York, there's New York, New York, the Belle of New York, Slaves of New York, the Real Housewives of New York. There's so many more that you can choose. I don't understand why you would choose that one. Well, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> that is a... Uh, that is I a, was flabbergasted. I couldn't even do miles. Uh... <laughs> That is a lot of New York. New- I didn't. You didn't never realize how many of New York. Summer. Oh yeah. Um, I'm actually. I'm giving the win to Corey. <laughs> and again, you don't understand how hard it was to give a win to Corey. Um, but I felt like he had. I felt like you, Vic, chose the movie you thought would win. What? And I felt like Corey chose the movie he truly had passion for. I didn't hear as much passion from you. Also, do you realize <laughs> you never mentioned Sam Jackson was in the movie? You never mentioned John Travolta was in the movie. You just said their characters' names. You never once said they were in the movie. You oh, didn't Jesus. talk about... I've never seen... Name, 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 a, name a character from New... What was it? Christopher Walken, Lawrence and, Fishburne, uh, character. Yes. Name a character. That's not... But, but that's Name not a character. Oh, oh, oh. It's the exact same thing. But I've never 
seen the movie. <laughs> and that's why you want to watch it. I, listening to both your arguments, I've never seen Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I'd rather see King of New York, a gritty 90s move, crime movie in New York. You didn't even mention the dance thing. He does fly when like, he dances. That's the most, like, it's one of those like, iconic <laughs> scenes. Because that's the other thing. I was like, okay, well, I don't, I've never really had a desire to see Pulp Fiction, but I'll let Vic sell me on it. He didn't sell me on it. And it was a, it seemed, according, according to, uh, this guy. That's Joe. Here's the thing. According to Joe Daniels, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will. I will accept. I will accept this from you because he had me so flabbergasted at how badly he did it. I couldn't even do my thing properly. So it's fine. But either way, you are. Either way, both more of your. Either way, I still win. You know, because it's a tie. I retain my title. I don't care. And that is true. Yeah, that's true. So also, first time we've heard this music. It is a great soundtrack. Well, how would I have known? Not to mention, there's your Batusi. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't talk about that. He, Brad's, Brad's you right. about your soundtrack. You no, nothing. There is one. Um, yes, there is. Yeah, there's nothing. Um, What's the soundtrack? What's the fuck? I don't know. No, that's a different movie. Uh, but... With with Pulp Fiction, Brad's right though. I mean, you didn't mention the huge cast that they had: Bruce Willis, Ving Rhames. I did mention Bruce Willis. I did, so I did mention I Ving Rhames. I didn't know Uma Thurman was in it. I Uma I Thurman. said Uma Thurman. I don't think you really I don't did. Think you, did. Uh, you didn't. You I didn't said, talk about enough. I said Butch, who's played by Bruce by Bruce Willis. No, you did do that. Bruce Willis, I think, was the first. Actor name you mentioned, Tim Roth. I really do. <laughs> I really know. Christopher Walken was in your movie. I feel like you literally. I feel like you literally just choose to go with him for no good reason. I you won the <laughs> title because Did I picked you last episode. Neither one of you said. No, he didn't. He didn't mention the Tarantino film. He didn't mention the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I, I was just uh, there was, I didn't have a soundtrack. But the point is, he's got a soundtrack that everybody knows. That song, everybody So are knows. you just trying to rebuff the fact that we tied and mine is a better movie? No, I'm just saying that you missed out on some key points to turn Brad onto your movie. Because I went in and opened You had no key points. None. Key points whatsoever. No, he sold me on I want to see this movie What now. part sold you? The fact that, honestly, that it is a small budget movie that had a great cast. How did Christopher Walken die at the end? I, he, he got shot in a taxi. He's right. He listened real long. Yeah. Like, I, I really want to see that movie. I might have to change my vote. I thought Corey had more passion behind it. This could be a showdown first. Jeez. Uh, we'll tell you what. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll, uh, we'll get into a couple of things, uh, you know, a couple of roundtables, and then we'll come back to you, Joe, and you can let us know whether it is uh, the decision stands or if you've uh, switched. And All right. Sounds good. All right. So, uh... Halloween is coming up. Uh, we're kind of like, uh, you know, oh, kind of like Von Mar. We're already, it's uh, it's August for us, uh, but you guys are listening to this in October. Um, and so we thought we, uh, <laughs> uh, like we've ever taken anything professionally yeah. or serious. Um, we, uh, we're talking about Halloween. Uh, it's coming up very soon. What are your fondest memories of Halloween as a kid. For me, the and the one thing that I can't remember, even when my kids were younger, um, and they're all pretty much grown now, is the actual 
getting on a costume, going out with all of my friends and walking around the neighborhood and collecting candy. Like, it's not really done like that anymore. Like, you can't wait for the sun to go down. Everybody gets a group of people together. You go out and do it. It's always like, well, we're going to go to the safe trick-or-treat, and we're going to go over here because we know these houses are okay. Where's the danger you know? anymore? <laughs> I grew up in, in New York City, I, Jamaica, Queens. I use the sex offender registry list like a map. <laughs> go up to this door, honey. Here's an apple razor blade in a <laughs> Have that. Take a treat. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing that, like, I remember having fun doing that. I do remember when I was a kid in Franklin, Indiana, they had this one street that was, like, the Haunted House Street. You know what I remember? And I remember, like, when I, it was only around, so I think I was in, like, middle school. So I never, like, my mom would never, like, really go check it out. Because it was kind of adult. And there are teenagers doing all types of shit. My mom would be like, uh oh. Like they're probably smoking the pot and you know running around with knives and she believes every news story and legend <laughs> she's ever heard. There's teenagers that are beating up the kids for their candy. Oh, uh, there's a guy with a hook hand and a <laughs> door handle. Um, but yeah, I remember I never. We never. I always wanted to. I was so disappointed. I don't think they really do it. Like, you don't see that very much anymore. You don't nope. see the true like haunted yeah. houses. I guess uh, maybe maybe that's a rich white neighborhood thing. Do you think they still do that? What, what? Like, well, there are some people who, like, make their houses yeah, out like, to be haunted be, houses and you I, go through Remember them. Roseanne? Oh, yeah. Every year? That's where I kind of kept they, it. Yeah, they always used to go through the house. People yeah. used to do that, too. And, like, they, you'd go through their house. when I was a kid, there was a house in the neighborhood that they would do their garage up, and I was always too freaked out to go in it. Even though I knew who lived there. I was like, no, I can't, I'm not going to go in there. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. And, like, nowadays, you let people in your house, there's going to be, like, people in the corner smoking spice. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Uncle Bob's house. Somebody gets raped. They're going to steal stuff off your shelves. Smoking bath salts. <laughs> they are delicious these days. <laughs> they come in so many different flavors. I remember, uh, you know, getting all dressed up and then going out at like as soon as it's six o'clock, going out and then staying out till like ten or eleven o'clock at night, just going to keep going to houses. And I lived in a neighborhood where it was a huge neighborhood, and you could literally spend three hours walking around and coming home. We instead of using bags, we would use pillowcases. And they're just full of candy. And uh, Is this last year. Yeah, it was last year. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, you could, it's my little pony costume. But I think they cut it off at like nine o'clock or something now, or something crazy early. And it's like it's, it's literally before the sun freaking goes down. Like they start at six o'clock, yeah, I don't and it goes to like the sun either. going down, and then like it shut off. What year did the government start telling us when we can stop yeah. trick or treating? It's ridiculous. Those well, government officials. Same ones. They want, they want you to stop at nine o'clock because they're gonna come knock on your door to take your guns. Got <laughs> <laughs> my cold dead hands. I tell you what, though, I, in, in this in this neighborhood, though, I've the last several years, um, I've sat here while my wife took my daughter out, and I get maybe five people show up. In two hours. Do you it's give like, out big candy bars? Or do you give out? I don't give out shit. I'm, well, I'm, that's I'm cheap. Yeah, no, that's but, I mean, well, out. maybe so. But I think. <laughs> but I think it's honestly. I think it's. I think it's neighborhood wide. It's like nobody. Nobody goes trick or treating. Just very scarce. We so. had a hundred and thirty some kids last year at my house. Really? We give out full-size candy bars. I want to point out how cheap you are. As soon as... as as, He has two fucking plastic drawers full of candy. (laughs) 
that's been here for like three years. <laughs> is that all Halloween candy? He buys it and just hoards it away. Some of it is yeah, Halloween man. candy. Some of it is Easter candy. My daughter does not eat it. So whatever she gets sits in this until Brad comes over and we record and he gets high and he eats it. <laughs> Are you passing this out this year? Um, no. No, we'll buy new uh, crappy candy and give it out. I don't see recycle, this? reduce, you reuse. Yeah. Exactly. I know. I thought about Kindly that. Kindly, gentle, Um I, I should do that. Kids don't care. They they no, won't even look at it. I mean, half that stuff they probably won't even eat anyway. Like yeah, this is gross, and they don't eat it. So it's like at least it's. Do so you give out a full size candy bar yeah, on Halloween? You give out you give out a whole candy bar. Those kids are like, there's like the kid hotline. Three twenty five is giving out whole candies, and you you just get bummed. Oh my god, they have a map and they mark my house. Yeah. And they all know from the year before to come back to my house because I give out the full size candy bars. You're the first one they go to. They're like, get I there start, before he yeah. runs out. I started buying candy bars. We ran out last year, so we had more than what we expected. But I had an emergency, you know, drawer candy that I had to give. We all have drawer candy. Yeah. They were the, <laughs> there was one year we went to this dude's house that we went to school with. We were like one of the first ones there. He's like. I don't know what they're giving out here. And he gave us full-size bags of Doritos. <laughs> they were in his cabinet. He just gave us some. We're like, all right, I'll say thanks. Right here. Yeah, I, that year I give out Playboys. <laughs> it was really popular with the yellow boys, but the little girls not, not quite so, so much. much. Uh, You're on the sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> Full oh, size candy, that, full size candy bars. That's why they're all going back. Yeah. That's why it gives out full size candy yeah, bars. Yeah, you can't put full size in quotation marks. Yeah. Yeah. The the one thing I always thought was funny. Here, was, kid, grab my chocolate bar. Uh, I always thought it was funny when people would leave their bowl of candy on the doorstep and, and just take and, one and leave, honor, system. honor system. We went. I swear, we took like four big handfuls. Went and dismounted, just came back, took more of it. Fuck that. We just I'll, poured it in the bag and walked off. <laughs> the largest, most richest uh, south side neighborhoods and freaking they had a bowl full of pennies sitting out there. What? Really? Never in my life. I was offended. I would have taken one if I wasn't so offended so I took them all. This is not right. You don't well, I almost that. got a dollar out of this. Oh, the, yeah. thing, the, the one that cracks me up is like you'll have you'll have a lot of like I know for, for a fact because I live there um, a lot of the inner city kids will like the parents will put them all together and take them to the suburbs Oh, and, like, yeah, let us loose in the suburbs because yeah. that's where you get all the good candy from. That's the big size yeah, candy bar. the full size candy bar. From, yeah, from, from, from <laughs> so, you know, we go to the neighborhoods, but there were neighborhoods, like, we'd go to, and, like, all the lights would be on. And then, like, as soon as you get everybody got out of the car, like, all the lights on the houses would go off. Because <laughs> that's, like, an indication, like, we don't want you to come to our house and, like, oh, ask for candy. Yeah, right. But things like that, like, it's, it's yeah, always. You'll get those neighborhoods where you're like, damn, it's like a ghost town. Like, nobody's on the street. All the cars are tucked into there. They put them in the garage. Like, the cats are, are tied up. Like, nobody, there's nobody around. And all you hear is, like, tumbleweeds and, like, whistling. It's the and retirement community. Right. I was, I was born in Florida, North Dakota. And uh, I remember one year there was a huge freaking snowstorm. And the, the drifts had gone up to the second-story window. So my parents, they dressed me up like a bum. That was my costume, was being a bum. When I just threw on my dad's oversized clothes. And they pushed me out the top story window to slide down the street. And they took me to the mall. Because <laughs> that's the only place kids could go to get candy. So it's all the shit. It's all, when you go it's and you bull, trick or treat at the mall, yeah. 
It's not Dum Dum Pops. It's freaking coupons. Yeah. Like I have two for play coupons, coupons, and freaking two for one. I at least give I at least give them Dum Dums when they come through my store if they have a costume. Freaking they get a lollipop. Yeah. If anybody listens from Minnesota or North Dakota, I am so sorry. You're freaking. <laughs> Halloween is horrible. It's, it's all corporate. It's, it's corporate, and somebody has to push you out of the second story building to slide down a snow strip to go freaking two blocks down the way. That was, yeah, my, that was, that's, that's great parenting right there. Just dress them up like, I guess, what costume can you wear when it's negative 30? Right. That's, that's the bad thing with Halloween being at that time of the year, too. It's like, if you want to, even if you want to be like a vampire or something, it's still cold out, or you know, the chances of it being cold are, are very high. So you're out there in uh, makeup, and you got a cape on, but then you got a big bulky coat on. It's like what yeah, vampire wears somewhere. a coat? So, I mean, that's pretty good. It doesn't yeah. stop the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you still see all types of slutty variations. Slutty nurse, slutty doctor, slutty lawyer. Yeah, nurses. I went in. Slutty cab driver. There was there was there was one time I went into uh, a costume store and they had like sexy Jason Voorhees, the sexy Freddy Krueger. I'm like, really? There's nothing sexy about any character, either one of those characters. Why are we trying to sexualize these characters? It's ridiculous. Because chicks will wear them. Because it's freaking awesome. What are you talking and you, about? And you and you would look if you what? saw them. You're offended by that? I'm not offended. Oh, I'm offended the fact that they took these iconic characters and tried to make them all sexy. That's but you're not you're not offended about girls being no, no, sexy. No, no, if I saw it like that, no, of course not. I'm, I'm straight, of course. <laughs> So that's working out. He's backed him yeah. into a corner. He's finding his way out, folks. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's on the rope, but he's trying to find okay. his way out. As long as it's a woman and she's white, you know. Okay. Well, okay. Look at this. I also saw a sexy SpongeBob SquarePants. Explain that shit. Well, you know, you have yeah. a SpongeBob, and then you have a sexy girl, and then. I wonder if she's on. got Krabby Patties. <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh well, yeah, you take a couple pills, you get rid of that pretty fast nowadays. She, she probably definitely has a chocolate star. You have to use a salve. <laughs> oh. A salve, isn't that a thing? A salve. A salve. I think it's pronounced as salve. No, it's like a cream. Yeah. Salve. Yeah. Salve. Yeah. Salve. What is it? What is it? Fuck, I don't know. It's salve, but it's pronounced. <laughs> it's pronounced no, what? I think it's like a. No one's stupid. It will give me a straight answer. I don't know. We don't open it on your elbows. You're correct. Kramer used it. Kramer used it on the coffee. <laughs> what am I thinking of? That's no, exactly that's what it is. is. Oh, well, that's then what, what it is. What the fuck is it? You were so unsure about what it was. <laughs> a silent? <laughs> that's right, it is. Yeah, he kept telling you you were right. You kept saying it another way. <laughs> well, you kept going, yeah, well, that's the word. <laughs> what, Brad, what were some of the costumes you had as a kid? Uh, Do you remember them? I don't think I really was a big dress up. You weren't a big I was like, head? nah, stuff's still everybody. Like, nah. I think like, I was like, I, I think one year, like, I'm just, it's like store bought stuff when I was a little kid, like Batman and Superman with like the plastic, the plastic mask. mask. Yeah, and then like the pajamas basically, it was just pajamas. <laughs> Did and, you uh, store bought too? No. Um, one year, one year, I, it was, I think it was sixth grade, I played football. 
And I actually wore my football outfit and said, I'm a football player. Okay, football outfit? It's yeah, I was getting ready to say that. Let's oh, get this oh, right. Okay, You're I'm straight. W- it's a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this right. I ever got store bought. My in, turf in. heels. <laughs> I don't want to break my turf heel. That visual is something that great. <laughs> I was a vampire one time, too, and everything was homemade. Dude, I was Two-Face one year, and that was probably the, the best costume I made myself. You know I want to I mean? be the Joker. I thought it was the badass thing. I was like, I'm I'd bitch. love to be the Joker. Just a big-ass purple jacket. Tamer face. I'd do that. So we went out one year, and I had all my paintball gear. So I put the whole thing on. Mask, had the gun, everything, and walking around, and I got probably the most Vicious worried looks. Beating. Well, no. No cops, but, like, the most worried looks I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I was just, this was like... You had the gun? Well, yeah. Hey, you can't be doing that shit now. Okay. Hello! But, hey, no, no, no. How, how, let me, let me, let me specify. Let me specify. This is a paintball gun, so it's not like I'm carrying a Glock in my hand. It's This thing has got, like, a huge tank. It's got a barrel bag on it. It's got a hopper on top of it. That's it's like clearly Indian something. the Indianapolis cop story I've ever heard forever <laughs> when some black kid gets shot. I, this is this was when I was an adult, by the way. Yeah, they call, they're now mind you. They're calling my life me, is in danger, like me, it's Ali Ali Ali. <laughs> so you let me like Last year, no, no, year, a gun. And a mask. Mr. Mrs. Smith. Well, it was fine because they couldn't tell I was black under there because I was completely covered up. So they would have had to at least ask a question first. And then I'm going <laughs> to talk my way out of it because I don't sound black. Anyway, so I'm dressed up. <laughs> I'm so dressed up in this. <laughs> the layers and layers of questions I have in those last few seconds. So I'm dressed up in this. My kids are, are going like I'm sitting at the end of the walkway and my kids are walking up and I just, I was cracking up the whole time because every time they knock on the door, they look at the kids and be like, oh, he's so cute, blah, blah, blah. They give them the candy and then they look up at me and be like, what the fuck is that? And my kids would come running back to me and we'd move on to the next one. But it was hilarious because they got the strangest looks. I loved it. <laughs> I'm still offended by the I don't talk black. <laughs> I am offended for that. That's... At least Corey didn't say it. Corey, time. we're all waiting for you to come in. Hey. <laughs> okay, um, what? <laughs> Corey's the worst. And <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. I was doing hey, something else. Hold on, hold on. You did ask, you did tell him to think about if he was going to change his pick. 